ready to roll, knobheads? Ready to roll. Yes, fuck knuckle. Welcome to this, oh. the 23rd episode of the Ian Prendercast, another sports podcast for season two. We're on the clock tonight because Tim's got the babysitter till eight, so we're going to get cracking. Hello to Fabian Guadagnolo. Buonasera, ragazzi. Yep. Hello to Tim Davis. He's on the clock. Tim, hello. I, how are you? I'm well, thank you, Sean. How are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a little bit miffed that you've you know you've sprung it on us. You got the babysitter till eight. We're getting going at thirteen past seven. So well, we normally start at six. So. Short and sharp. Well, you at six, Sean? <laughs> I was helping your ass out out in West Footscray. Well, you're getting paid for it. That's true. <laughs> um, can you read that out, please, Sean? Oh no. Read it. A treat for the best husband in the world. Enjoy. Love your wifey. Kelly has supplied Krispy Kreme donuts for the pod. Why did I have to? Kelly is the best woman in the world. We love you, Kel. Oh, Jesus Christ. Have a look at them. Oh, no. What are the pink ones like? Or do I just go the normal glazed ones? They're the Simpsons ones. They are the Simpsons ones. Jesus Christ. You know what this deserves? You know what this this warrants? Standing ovation? No. Well, I'll have one after the pod because I don't want to get my fingers all sticky. Um, For the this, second time today. This deserves a shout-out to Kel. Well and truly. A oh, huge shout-out. Shout-out, Kelly. I don't know. I'm not sure why I read the note out from Kelly to Fabian. I just wanted you to read it out. I like it. That's great. That's excellent. I'm a big fan. Thanks, Kelly. We'll crack into those. Um, what do you have? Yeah, well, you two. That's why you can hear them eating and chewing <laughs> loudly, uh, which is no good. I'm going to kick off my shout-out. To Ash Barty. Shout out, Ash. Number one in the world. Number one in the world. Unbelievable effort. Fantastic. Gave the game away. Went and played cricket. Was okay at cricket. Came back to tennis. Started off a little bit slowly. Showed some signs. Number one. Hard work. Fantastic. Yeah, refreshed. Ready to go. Talented. Hungry. Hungry. Speaking of hungry, you, (laughs) Fabian... In between chews and breaths, they're managing to approach the mic. I'll just carry the next couple of minutes while these idiots eat. Uh, you know what else I've got a shout-out to? Some in- glass of milk, Tim. <laughs> no, I'm good. I've got a shout-out to um, the latest trend in cinema. I haven't seen it yet. I might see it tomorrow. Yesterday. Oh, yes. You know how like cinema goes in peaks and troughs, goes in waves, where someone does something and then everyone else goes, we've got to get out one of those. So at the moment we're going through the the rejuvenation of like soundtrack cinema, yep. which is nothing more than a thinly veiled attempt to sell more Beatles records, yeah, but get the, more if, Beatles streams. If you package it well, no, but no, I, I'm not saying that's not packaged well. Hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody is one of the worst movies of all time. <laughs> oh please! But people love it because I the don't, soundtrack. I don't disagree with him. People love it because the soundtrack is amazing. You have, you have fun watching it, but rewatch and it's rewatch awful. it is actually not a great movie. You know what it is? The whole film is around the premise that like every single like little skid that the Queen that Queen hit, they solve by writing another hit song. <laughs> it's quite funny. Like they're having a fight, and then mm. one guy is like he's playing, like what is it? They're having a dispute about some absolutely trivial bullshit, which is not how it happened. And then they all get taken. They're all in the middle of an argument, and then uh, Deacon or something starts playing uh, another one bites the dust. Like he's just come up with it. You're like, you're like first things first. You got the timeline out what of What irritates me, and I know it's that, a fictional take on a non-fiction yeah, but medium. I mean, that, that's all it is. If, if you, but you can't the, read too there's, deep, there's there's a certain agenda to the movie which oh, irritates oh, me. Oh, oh. Guess what? There's more to Freddie Mercury as a person than being gay. Yeah, I'm I more than a husband, and more than a father, and more than a worker. I, 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 more I, than a woman. Whilst we're burying, more than a woman. <laughs> whilst we're burying more Queen, than a woman. Allow me to bury them. For, like the whole film seems to be like 
Brian May is under this illusion that Queen were relevant after Freddie's death. Harsh but fair. It was all about Freddie. It was all about Freddie. But they didn't focus on Freddie the artist. It was just, oh, Freddie and Freddie's gay. Well, great. No one's got an issue with Freddie being gay. People know Freddie's... Listen, you're not revealing anything to us. But well, it rocked the world Freddie, at the time. Show us yeah. Freddie the artist. Yeah. Us, that's the story we need to know. We've, well, and we've the, known that Freddie's been gay for 30 years. And how good he could sing too. I mean, I mean, they sort of celebrated it a little bit, but... When you go back and you listen to Freddie sing, he is phenomenal. And look, George Michael was one of my favourite singers. And when he did tried I? to, um, like, he he did a great job of sounding a lot like Freddie when he was fronting them for you know um, just random uh, events where he'd come out mm. and sing a couple of their songs. He did it really, really well. But geez, there's not many that could. I mean, he was phenomenal. What I'm saying is this is just a trend at the moment. You've got Rocketman, which is Elton John. You've got Yesterday, Another which is one the of Beatles. You've got um, Elton John. I'm going to say this fantastically talented man, no doubt about it. Not great songwriter. and oh, Sorry, like as in, you know, writes the music. Pianist, magnificent. His songs are dog shit. So many. I saw Rocketman. <laughs> I saw Rocketman. Elton John. And I'm sitting there going. There's something wrong with you. I'm sitting there He's going, one of the greatest the, recording artists of all the time. The overwhelming majority of his songs are fucking tedious. You're very, very young They're when it comes so to movies. so boring. So, they go your ear, nowhere. Your ears are immature. No. Nah. That was the era. You that put, was the era. You put, songs were short, they sharp, weren't, They weren't repetitive. short. His songs go forever. Yeah, and he he bucked the trend. It was awful. You go see Rocket Man, and it's what I'm sitting there going. No, I'm not a massive Queen Mark. I'm not a massive Elton John Mark at all. But you sit there and you go, Queen have songs like if they did a Michael Jackson thing, you'd be sitting there going, hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. No, I can't escape them. No, all of them. Elton John, you're sitting there going, you're too young, sure. This is fucking boring. No, I think <laughs> I think you're young. I appreciate him as a musician, but he's so overrated. It's just staggering to me. What is it with? Gay men from the 70s and 80s creating great music for me. Like, I love... Every single gay man was a great singer. <laughs> Every single one of them, Fabian. Shout out to Chris Greenland. Chris Greenland came up to me once and goes, just, it's just an observation. He goes, you know, every every song you've played on um, on your computer today has been from a gay man. And I went, no, I hadn't realised. I guess, more power to It's just an observation. And before we move off this, the trend I noticed, you know what started this phenomenon? What? Guardians of the Galaxy. What? Great banging soundtrack. Guardians of the Galaxy started this because it completely reinvigorated the movie soundtrack. Oonga, oonga, which was oonga, a, you know, like the idea of, you think about it, Who Top Gun, that? I don't know, Top Gun were a playlist. Like the Top Gun, you bought the, the soundtrack, but they were playlists. There was a good collection of songs all in one place that you bought hmm. to have them all. And that kind of went away with streaming and iTunes and whatever. But when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, everyone went, oh, wow, it's like a. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a proper soundtrack, and the soundtrack had utility in the film. Everyone thought, well, we have to have a soundtrack as well because people are buying them now again. So, oh, shit, what do we do? And the whole bunch of musicians just came out and licensed their music, which is now getting played to a new generation in a crisp new format that celebrates them in frighteningly vague and what's the word I'm looking for? They're very... Uh, how do I describe Bohemian Rhapsody? Very insincere way. Just completely, yeah, I, I, completely dollies up what happened and sells you a myth. I think it's a more fun movie than you give it. I'm not saying for. it's not fun, but mm. it's awful. To me, it doesn't focus on everything it needs to focus on. It's very specific in one area. But as as my mate Mitch often talks about when he talks movies, shout out to Mitch. Shout out, shout to, out, Mitch. out to Mitch. Had to bloody call you to get the ice, 
And you missed the. No, that was Cam. It wasn't. Oh, Mitch. that was Cam. Sorry. Shout out to Cam as well. Yeah, but completely fuck Mitch. you. It's completely out <laughs> of context I'll, I'll, story. I never got to enjoy that Devon Hester TD. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, sometimes they don't make the movie that you want. They're no, make, but they didn't make the movie that told the story the way it no, happened. No, no, they completely no, no. fudged. No, they didn't make like, the movie that okay, you wanted. I'm sorry to make this about the Bohemian Rhapsody podcast, but the, the bit at the start where Freddie just approaches them in a car park and goes, "I can sing." It's extremely strange, but apart from that, he knew them, and they had a singer. And when that singer left, he started singing with them. Yeah, That's it. They, Why is that not more interesting than everything being just happenstance? Everything just being it all just happened like magic. Queen are going through the skids. Boys were on the. Let's write another hit record. Fuck off. I've had enough of that movie, and hopefully, it disappears into the abyss. It's it's fun enough, but if you, you know, know it's if, fun, if you know that if you know the well, even half of the facts, you go well. It could have been more. It could have been better. It's just got a really, really terrific soundtrack. Banging soundtrack. But it's an awful movie. It's one of the worst films ever made. I reckon you're harsh. But anyway, I mean, yeah, let, I don't let's move well. on. What did we like this week, Sean? Um, Ash Barty. That was did my we, shout we did out. say Ash Barty. Can I give you one? Yeah, please. Yeah. One that we wouldn't normally celebrate. Tom Trebojevic, oh, yeah. also known Turbo. as Tommy Turbo. Turbo. Three tries Can I buy in a State now? of Origin 2. <laughs> um, fantastic effort. Like just great. Fabian mocked me. He laughed at me when I said they're still in this New South Wales. He laughed at me. You said that at the ten minute mark of game one. You said they're done. They're cooked. When Queensland won game one, I said no. Nah. I said they're no, nah, they're good. I think I was referring specifically to game one, and it was in game. And then I had to prompt no, you for a response no, post game. No, you went I quiet. said I said that New South Wales would win game one early in the game. They started the game really well, and Queensland ended up winning it. And then you came out and mocked me for that, and I said they'll win it. They'll be fine, and you mocked me for that. Well, cop that, cop the result, thirty-eight-six. Well, I'm pretty sure it's one all, and it's going back to ANZ Stadium. That's and it was, one. and it was a penalty try. It was the only Ooh. score that Queensland actually had. Queensland now, don't it, like a neutral venue. Uh, neutral venue. They don't like a neutral. Ve- what about a hostile I can't say venue? It, but you know what I'm trying to They're say. They're good at home or away. <laughs> they don't travel. Not, well. They're good at home or at, in New South Wales. Yeah. What do you mean they don't like a neutral venue? They don't win in Melbourne. They don't win in Perth. They don't. They don't win. Have you got? Have you got something you liked? Yes, Giannis Attentacumpo. Yes, Um, MVP. Good acceptance speech. Great acceptance speech. These have just become. They've become. I'm very cynical about these. They've just become. You're cynical about a lot of things. They've become. (laughs) They've become forced legacy moments where they get up and cry. Well, Some people are emotional, and then they get remarketed. Really close ties and then they get remarketed or. in a you know sh- like schlocky, but he's 20, saccharine. Um, the you know, kid's twenty three years of age. Yeah, whatever. And he's had his greatest moment, and he lost his dad two years ago, who mm. was one of the biggest, one of the biggest uh, mentors in his career, one of his biggest inspirations. And his mother's had to bring up three boys all on his, all, all on her own. An immigrant from yeah. Nigeria in Greece. Mate, it's not. It's, They've it's done pretty it's well. It's a pretty fucking good story. They've won the lottery. What in the fact that their kids have got talent? Or yep. well, anyway, not his fault. No, no, no it's not his I, fault. It, it was. It was a beautiful moment. It, not the MVP I would have voted for. I thought James Harden was. So did the Houston Rockets Twitter account. That, well, was, that was disgusting. That was just. That was absolutely disgusting. Oh, what is it? It's um it so very bad. Any any chance of being a little bit gracious? Oh, in it was defeat? awful. Mm. Or, or wait a month, or just even just say, you know, proud of the season James Harden's had, and put his highlights up. Oh. Or to say, or you can simply say, congratulations to Giannis. Uh, 
but James Harden will be our always be our MVP. Yeah. That's it. With a highlights package, not have putting they shade. The, have they gone the Puff Daddy route, have it. they? No, 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 I haven't they, said They did a tweet, a but thread we, of we tweets. we respectfully disagree. They did a thread like. of tweets, which began with respectfully disagree, and then had all of his stats. And it was, it was so yeah, classless. It was so, yeah. So it was like when Puff Daddy came out and said, Beyonce had one of the greatest clips of all Kanye. time. It was Kanye. It was Kanye, Kanye was it? <laughs> it was Kanye. So, um, and... Moment, so Rookie of the Year, Luka Doncic, which was would be my tip. Beautiful. Moment of the Year, Sean. Do you Were you over this? Moment of the Year was Fab's mate, Derek Rose. His knees finally Fitty. felt okay. And he went, out, he went out and dropped Fitty. And did he play? Did, I don't think he played for the rest of the season, did he? He didn't play the next game. He was on track to be sixth man of the year. Oh, he was right. la- I, I took him last pick in our uh, NBA fantasy draft. Uh, it was a very good selection because I needed a, a point guard at that point in time. Moment but he didn't do a lot more after that. Not so. a lot of moments for us Chicago Bulls fans, but Derek Rose returning to the United Centre. You guys got to get over to Derek the chance Rose. of MVP were highlighted. You guys have got to get cool. over De- Derek Rose. Cool. You have to get over him. You have to move one, on. One additional thing that I liked this week, and, uh, and there was a bit of a stat that came up with it as well. Uh, Australia played England in our uh, one day, well, one of the qualifying matches for. Well, as part of the World Cup, um, Aaron Finch scored a hundred. Aaron Finch has a pretty good record playing one-day internationals against England. Um, can I give you a name? This is the name of the players that have scored four one-day international centuries against England: Yuvraj Singh, Kumar Sangakkara, Chris Gale, Sanath Jayasuriya. Not bad. This yeah, is a, this is a list of the players that got five. Centuries oh, against swamp, England. This is a swamp, isn't it? Yeah. Ricky Ponting. Goes okay. Mahala Jaya Wadena. Jaya Wadena. Jaya Wadena. You say potato, I say potato. <laughs> tomato, um, tomato. Ross Taylor from New Zealand. Uh-huh. Five one-day internationals uh-huh. against England. Six. Aaron, Aaron Finch. He's got seven, doesn't he? Seven. Yeah. Seven. With, and, and with an asterisk still going. Loves playing against them. Obviously, they just... Uh Put it right in the slot for him. He was just hitting them everywhere. They played um, extremely well. Pakistan played well yesterday and are actually going to make it awfully uncomfortable for England. They have so to win their so remaining England, games. Well, England, England may not make it. England and have to beat India. have to beat New Zealand. Which is oh, fantastic. Are they playing India? Or no, New Zealand yeah, and... They're playing India and New Zealand. They have to beat New Zealand. They're going to beat two of the top four teams. No, no. If they win one of them. If they win one of them, they'll be all right. I think they'll be all right. But if Pakistan win both, they're not. But if they beat New Zealand... They, they have to win for their... I think, be, I think for one their destiny would, to be in their own hands. They one need to will win be both. enough. I think one will be enough. Still, either way, New Zealand, who were undefeated until not longer. Well, New Zealand haven't played. India were washed out. Their game against India was washed out. They haven't played us. They haven't played England. They're a little bit like England. They've had a softer draw early. Well, you've got to play everybody. But you it, do. But, but as it, you say, you, if you look at the standings, it doesn't necessarily. What happens if they get a reflect? Is that, does that we get a hurt point? Them? No, well, that, does that hurt them? The inability to get the two points. Uh, not, that wouldn't help. Yeah, not necessarily. Like one, we're one in the point. bank with six six wins, one loss. We can't drop out. We got twelve points. We we can't drop out of the top four, so we're safe. It just comes so if back England to, get two washouts, just so are they, well, that's a win. They, that's a win. No, no, it's a point each. Yeah, yeah. so if they get win. two washouts, what's well, a point? If they get two washouts, it's one win. Oh yeah, gotcha. I agree with that. <laughs> I'll get you now. He was going to bang the desk harder and harder until you got it, Tim. Speaking <laughs> of moving on, 
We're going to move on. <laughs> AFL football uh, this weekend obviously kicks off tonight. Uh, How many did I tip last oh, week? Out of interest, it's five, I think. Six? No, you got the perfect oh, six. So I thought I got the perfect six. I forgot to tip again. You just get the home team, won't you? Away team oh, in the away get, team. You're fucking, which the is Giants. the Giants, which is great. So it kicks off tonight, obviously, as we speak. So this will be run and won uh, by the time anyone listens to this. Uh, pretty comfortable here in my assertion that the GWS will win this one. Giants. Um, Although Essendon and Marvel are a different team. Yeah, they're slightly less bad. Are we doing the ins and outs? Uh, well, probably not for this one because it'll be over by the time people listen. Okay. So it's pointless to talk about a game that'll be... In the past. Um, Geelong hosts the Adelaide Crows tomorrow night at GMHPA. Love night games at GMHPA. It's absolutely magnificent stadium, and particularly at night. Had the pleasure of going down there last season. Didn't get the result we wanted, but it was a really, really good experience. The Cats... Fabian keeps, like, like just like, looking up. Like a meerkat. Up, looking just, up. Um, it's disconcerting. It's like Lockie he wants to get my attention. Are Lock- you doing the ins, are you? I'm going to do the ins. Okay. Lockie Fogarty, or Fogarty, and Jed Busey. In for the Cats, out was Darcy Fort omitted and Gary Rowan. In for the Adelaide Crows, a brace a gib. A brace gib. I like a gib. I like a gib. I like a gib. <laughs> Elliot Himmelberg and Ben Davis. Never heard of him. Tim's mate. Um, out, Josh Jenkins injured, Wayne Malera injured, and Cam Ellis Yolman injured. Oh, mm-hmm. Injured, okay. Well, I think that the Cats win this one. Catters. Cats. Do get yourself down to GMHBA, by the way. If you're interested in footy and want to experience a, 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 a good venue, days, it? oh, it's awesome, so good. I said it last year, but it's what it's what Princess Park should be. It's a shame that it's not. Hawthorne hosts the West Coast Eagles on Saturday. Team's going for a second round on the donuts. There's uh, two types. I've got to sample both. Host, uh, so Hawthorne and the West Coast <laughs> Eagles Saturday afternoon at the MCG in Oliver. Hanrahan. Hanrahan, yep. Connor Nash and Daniel Howe. Oliver Hanrahan, interestingly, the hero of the Box Hill Hawks final series last year, kicked the game-tying goal yep. with one second on the clock in the elimination final. Sounds like the one he had. Um, no, that was at, at North Port Oval. Okay. Yep. Um, but he, he's, he's actually been going okay for the last little while, just a small forward, and uh, it's good to see him get his chance. Out Harry Morrison, Jared Rufford, and Caden Brand. Mm-hmm. In for the West Coast Eagles, Willie Rioli and Nick Nat. Nick that looked big. Nick that looked real big. Am I alone in thinking that? I don't want to be harsh or anything, but he looked he looked big. I know Fab's spoken about this in the past. D- does he look heavy? He's got a bit more Fijian in him than before. Oh, just, there's something about sitting there going, guy coming off a couple of knee recos and whatever. Maybe dropping some weight would have been he, better. He looks mm. big. Fingers crossed. You know, like, I love Nick Nat when he's oh, Maybe the style of play changes. Absolutely, and you certainly hope that he... Um, He's only come off the one game, and even then he probably would have played managed minutes, I imagine, but hopefully he goes all right. Did you see the tackle that he laid in the waffle? I did. <laughs> oh, he destroyed some kid. Jeremy McGovern. Ridiculous. And Jack Petruccelli. Okay, that's Petruccelli, okay. Petruccelli, as you would all say. Petruccelli. Petruccelli. Uh, Jeremy McGovern, before we go to the next game and tips, am I the only one who... I, intent and outcome, the AFL need to figure out what's the difference. Yeah. It's not Jeremy McGovern. Jeremy McGovern did what had happened 150 times in a game of football. Give gave, up trying to make sense. He of gave Guelphie a little shove over the boundary line. It's not his. He doesn't have to account for the fat security guard sitting on a plastic chair. <laughs> if the security guard's not sitting on the chair, Guelphie Guelphie's hits not the, injured. He just hits the chair and whatever. The fact that it was rooted to the turf by 120 kilos of moron meant that when Guelphie hit it, that's how it's he got injured. security guard's I fault. just don't... I, well, I just sit there and think, A, the security guard shouldn't be where he was. He might be a lovely bloke. Mm, fucking whatever. Who? The security guard. Maybe. I thought you were talking about Guelphie, the... Uh, 
Flash Gordon. Slytherin. What's the guy from Slytherin? Draco Malfoy. Yeah, Malfoy. But <laughs> I, just, I just thought that McGovern was real stiff. I sat there and oh, thought was it was a complete accident. He didn't intend to injure him, but again we see intent and outcome. Stratton stamps on uh, Hurley? Who was it? Bell Chambers. Bell Chambers. Stamps on his foot. Could have shattered his foot. Could have genuinely broken the guy's the old foot. The metatarsals. No, he could have. He could have broken the guy's foot, as we know is a shocking injury to get. Oh, he didn't injure him. Oh, so it's a week. It's just a bad look, so it's a week. McGovern gives him a little shove. Circumstances out of his control, hits the chair, breaks his rib. Oh, we've got to suspend you for that. And are we going to start on Michael Walters' headbutt while we're at it? Well, like that, it wasn't deemed intentional. He headbutted a guy. <laughs> How was a headbutt not intentional? Bizarre. Oh, look, to be honest, and was reported by the umpire standing right next to it so at hold the time. On. It's a bit like it's a bit Is it like a falcon. A- if it's unintentional. My, no, my head own, accidentally hit him in the head. It's with his own well, head. He's falconed but himself. Yeah, no, for ridiculous. My, for oh, mine shit. on the Walters thing is that... It's a manufactured outcome that suits the AFL. To be honest with you, I sit there and I think to myself... Because they needed him against us. It's the superstar factor. No, but I sit there and I think to myself, Walters has headbutted the guy. The umpire has reported him yeah. for headbutting, and the umpire's testimony was damning. And the funny thing is every time there's a, a questionable free kick... The AFL comes out on the Monday and goes, oh, no, no, we've reviewed it. It's exactly right. It was a correct decision. Well, all of a sudden, he's making mistakes on his report, and, they don't, and they don't back him up there. That's exactly, exactly what I was going to say. And Sorry for fru- stealing your thunder. No, no, please. And <laughs> what frustrates me is if the umpire hadn't have been so forthright, if the umpire hadn't have been so certain, if it had been based on purely the behind-the-goals footage, you sort of go, it's probably on the lower end, maybe it's a fine. Yep. Yeah, whatever. But the he's um, right there and he's been moved to report, report him. him. There's significant contact. And it's like in the There cricket, is intent. It needs to be, I think that needed to be umpire's call. And that's what Michael Christian said yeah. when they talked about it. And he was absolutely spot on. And Christo's gotten a fair bit of uh, criticism for his role in the MRO. And a lot of people are saying, oh, you're not really that uh, consistent along the way. You know, the goalposts mm. change every single week. But the way that he described that was absolutely spot on. It was. Who are you tipping? West Coast or the Hawks? West Coast. Fabian, whenever you're ready. West Coast. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Who are you going for? West Coast. Okay. Sydney and Gold Coast, please. Sydney. Are you doing the teams? <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> In for Sydney, Ben Ronke, or Ronk, who every time I watch him plays phenomenal. Um, you obviously don't watch him very often. Tom McCann and James Rawbottom. Out is uh, Daniel Menzel, Lance Franklin, and Ryan Clark. Pretty big outs. In Pierce Hanley, Took Miller, oh. and Brad Shear. Big Shear. Uh, our man Timbo for the Swannies. Big Clue Haywood, the Indian killer, <laughs> plays his 50th game. Fantastic. Will Haywood. We yeah. love Will Haywood. And out George Hall and Smith, Nick Holman, and Callum Archie. Archie. Will Haywood was Connor Rosie before Connor Rosie, just without the fanfare. Big call. As a small forward who can take a mark and kick an important goal, he just just doesn't have the media in his corner the way that they do with Connor. He's off Broadway. Yep. Um, I'm going for the Swans. Tim's going for the Swans. Spam, Swans. You're going to go for the Swans? We're all on line of stern here at the moment. Put Adelaide and the Bulldogs at Adelaide Oval on Saturday, please, Fabian. In Peter Laddams. Never heard of him. Ruckman. And Willem Drew. Willem Drew. Like Willem Dafoe. Our Carl Defoe, Amon yeah. suspended and Dougal Howard suspended and the Doggies go in unchanged. Why change a losing formula? Um, I'm going to back the power on this one. I'm on the power. I've got the power too. Of course you are. The, the power to win. The power to rule. 
Fabian, Collingwood and North Melbourne is next. In? No, you didn't say Collingwood and North Melbourne, did you? <laughs> well, I think we're just sort of stepping on each other's toes here a bit. No, you just announced the game. I'll tell you the answer. 7.25 Australian Eastern Standard Time in. on Saturday night at Etihad. Or Joshua Marvel. Dacos for the Magpies and out is Jeremy Howe injured. Mm-hmm. And in for North Melbourne is Kyron Hayden. Kyron? Kieran? Kyron, Kyron man. Yep. Horrible name. And Taylor Gardner. Good to see the AFL media was uh, firm on Taylor as they were Daisy. And, I, was, uh, I enjoyed seeing that this past week. Taylor Taylor gets in a bar fight and fucking hits someone, breaks their nose or whatever. Oh, no. I oh, it's probably an error in judgment from Taylor. So Daisy a, has a couple of drinks at a, a charity function. And pours a beer on uh, Robbie Warnock. <laughs> um, <laughs> Walker club, so, so um, <laughs> club suspension for, for Taylor Gardner. Taylor, so. I reckon, I think, I, I, I reckon that North could win. Do it. Because Collingwood have been playing Do dog it, shit Sean. footy. They've Do been it, get, Sean. Collingwood have been getting away with playing 20 minutes of good footy a week for about six weeks. I think that North can win. I wouldn't be surprised if North do win, but I think I'll be tipping Collingwood. No balls. Uh, I'm on the pies. <laughs> Ditto, Collingwood. Uh, we've got the St Kilda and Richmond in the early game at Marvel on Sunday. Good news, the roof will be closed no matter what. You beauty. They finally come to their senses there. In Jack Steele, Nick Coffield, Ben Long, Ben Patton, Dalton Langlands and Sam Rowe, our boy. Sammy Rowe. A hundred games for Sammy. I just um, think of... If he plays. If he plays. I just think of Roadhouse benches. whenever I see Dalton. Out, Dean Kent. Have you seen Roadhouse? No, never seen it. It's a shocking movie. That's why it's great. <laughs> Dean Kent out, injured. Jonathan Marsh omitted. And in for the Tigers are David Asprey, Jaden Short, Kane Lambert, Shane Edwards, Ivan Soldo, Trent Cochin, and Shy Bolton. Ivan Soldo big ins. Big ins. Ivan and Soldo. out is Ryan Garthwaite, omitted. Jack Higgins, omitted. Been coming. Big call. And Noah Bolter, omitted. It's been coming. Been coming. Um, good to see... Josh Caddy playing game 150. Good to see Nick Caulfield get a go. Uh, top 10 draft pick from last season. Hmm. He played um, a bit last year. Probably played, played about bit, 9 or 10 little games. A little bit and hasn't, hasn't really been cited all that much this year, but uh, good to see him give a, get a go. I'll actually be watching him with uh, a little bit of interest. Who do we think is winning that one? Probably the Tigers for me. I think the fact that they're bringing six big names in at once, they really could be underdone. So I reckon if St Kilda but can really combine well, but, but they're Timber? a massive chance. Timber but, speaks for five minutes and then totally but disregards no, it. All but I've got to go Richmond. And you, Fabian? Richmond. Uh, Brisbane Lions and Melbourne, 320 at the Gabba on Sunday afternoon. Zach Bailey, Ben Keys, Pete be happy with that. Jared Berry, Pete will be very happy with that. Sam Skinner, Brandon Starsevich, and Corey Lyons at all is, in. Is Louis Taylor in? No, he's still in the garden. <laughs> no. He did come back for a while. Jacob Allison omitted, and Reese Matheson shotgunned Ooh, out of the yeah. side. <laughs> um, in for the uh, the D's, uh, Jordan Lewis. Mm-hmm, interesting. Michael Hibbard. Braden Proust, Oscar McDonald, and Corey Wagner. And Josh Wagner has been omitted. There you go. I saw Braden Proust in preseason kick one of the more ridiculous goals I've ever seen a big man kick out of a practice game at uh, the whatever they're calling the car dealership centre now. And he was literally on the boundary, on 50, and everyone sort of went, oh, whatever. He went back. It never looked like missing. <laughs> it almost ended up on Olympic Boulevard. Wow. It was ridiculous. Everyone just went, oh, Jesus. Not bad. That's probably the best thing he's done all season, though. Um, Lions or Melbourne? I'm going for the Lions. Yeah. Lions. The Lions have got this. They need they need to win this. Oh, desperately. To cement their... I think people think they're in more trouble than they are. No, but if, if they win this... In terms of their position in the They're still in the pushing eight? for top four. 
So well, that'd be a big jump. I mean, I don't think people are realistically thinking that they got an easy draw. That's true. And then obviously, last cab off the rank, the biggest game of the weekend, undoubtedly, the Dockers host the Blues at uh, five twenty our time at uh, Optus Stadium. Uh, Cam McCarthy, Trav Collier, Adam uh, Adam Chera, Bailey Banfield, Scott Jones, and Lockie Schultz are all in for the Dockers. And out goes Jesse Hogan, injured, and Stephen Hill. What's that? Do we know what Hogan's done? Is it the Foot, but like, is it a break or is it a? No, no. So he's had the issue with the navicular, it didn't and look good. they said I think it was more of like a sprain. So they yeah. said it was a, like a midfoot sprain. I think it was the comment. So they said it's not related to the navicular, which is great news mm. for Jesse Hogan. Um, and the, realistically, for us, we only wanted him to miss a week, like Michael, Michael Walters. That didn't quite pan out. But well, before we get onto our outs. Fabian, which have just about sapped me of the will to live. Um, how about you read who's in for us? Extended uh, bench. Jack Silvani, Liam Jones, Matt Kennedy, Andrew Phillips, Hugh Goddard making his debut for the Blues, if, if he plays. If he gets in, yeah. And, and old mate Darcy, four shots, no goals, Lang. Kennedy will, I think he'll really thrive on that hard, fast deck over at Optus, so I'm looking forward to see how he goes. In all seriousness, I do like seeing him in the team, just, just to get a bit of a crack. And anyone who hasn't, who's, who's listening to the podcast <sighs> Sit for the uh, pull over. Um, put the hazard lights on, yeah. sit down, do whatever you need to do. Patrick Cripps is out. <laughs> I thought that was a joke when I read the article. <laughs> Injured and Harry Mackay out. Now, Harry, for me, isn't the issue because I think given our tools and Levi playing it's and more disappointing. coming back, it's kind of... It's more disappointing for Harry just in terms of the loser yeah. of the game. I just want to see him out there playing. So for me, Paddy Cripps in. The obvious replacement is Matt Kennedy, but I'm think- I'd rather see Jack, Jack Silvani play. Oh, they might double up. They might sort of and who would they do, drop? But they might do a bit of each one or one or the other. Who gets the gig on Fife? Kerner. with no Crips. Ed Kerner. Doesn't he go to Bradley Hill? Isn't no. Bradley Hill their most damaging well, player? Well, I'm happy to play it by year. Look, to be honest with you, I've just about lost all interest in this game having seen those ins and outs. Mate, I'm going. Um, I've paid six hundred bucks to get over there and be a part of this. So and I don't really care. All how week it. I was getting quite excited that I thought we were a really good chance. And I all thought of a sudden we were a really good chance until six twenty eight tonight when I saw yeah. the team. Yeah, six twenty eight. We should have been three quarters of the way through pod. I think well, I was doing a job for Fabian. Um, Frio, I think uh, win you're this doing one. a job for yourself. You need you know that. Yeah, whatever. Frio win this one. Carlton. Frio. I really thought Carlton were a great, I great chance. We were a great I, I, I just without Cripper, I mean he hasn't been stellar the you know the, the previous game that he played, but you just sit there and you're going, he was still there and he still takes an opponent and all that sort of stuff. So enjoy yourself, Timbo. It's going to be a five goal win. Do enjoy yourself. Well, fuck, I um, hope it is. It'd be great. It's always good enjoying a new stadium. We'll win by like twenty seven, and Sean still won't give me any credit. Yeah, because we're going to lose by about forty two. I'm confident. Moving on to the Women's World Cup, it was rather... Oh, can I do a Tales from the Punt? You're on your own time, so Unfortunate, okay. unlucky. Uh, it's a loser, obviously. Of course it is. You can do a Tales from the Punt, mate, as long as you know that that babysitter's on the clock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, five-leg multi, St Kilda versus Brisbane. I've oh, gone... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same game multi, I've got yeah. Brisbane to win. I've got Jade Gresham to kick a goal, which he kicks in the last quarter. I've got Zorko to kick a goal, which he does in the third quarter. I've got Zorko to have 20 or more possessions. He ends up having 28. And I've got the total game score under 167.5. Final total game score, 173, nine-goal quarter from the Lions. Thanks, guys. It's good to watch. <laughs> like just just two less goals would have been nice. Let's take the foot off the throat a bit, Brian. Yeah, I just loved I, – I wasn't paying attention to the game, but I, I reviewed it. The texts that were coming through, <laughs> just, just stop scoring. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like, and it was just, it was like a hot knife through butter. Mm. 
But yeah, half time you thought, yeah, I'm 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 fine with a total game score. It's just can the other guys kick goals? How much do they leave on the table for you? What the final margin? No, like what was the what was the net loss on your end? Oh, it was a fifteen dollar bet to win two hundred and sixty or something like that. So. Still good scratch. Yeah, it was um, worthwhile winning. Moving on to France and the Women's World Cup, Fabian, you had something you had plenty to say pre pod. No, I just no. I don't like to dance on We're not dancing on people's their graves. And look, it's just, I, to me, this was coming. The be all and end all, this is it. This is the end of, this is the beginning and the end of the discussion from a really critical point of view. They should have beaten Norway. Absolutely. They should have beaten Italy. But see, got, or at least got a point they're out They're a better Italy. side than both Italy and Norway, and they were beaten by both, in the end, with performances that deserved what they got. That were subpar. Yeah. This team, I think, peaked... In 2017, yep, when they had that really good run beating Brazil, I think they had a win against America there or thereabouts. Yep, that was I think the zenith of that group, and they've coasted on that in the media, and they've coasted on that on the pitch for two years. Are they doing what the England cricket team did, who barely Probably. won a game for a year and a bit and have hit the World Cup, and at exactly the right time you want to be playing your best cricket? Oh, the Australian cricket team, the no, the English cricket team, the Australian cricket team in one day as we'd won four of 21 we last awful. last season. We were terrible. Now all of a sudden we. But what have the English great. done? The, the English team's been on fire. They, they apparently they've lost like three games in two years, and two of them have been in the last week. Yeah, that's not a good record. We're still talking cricket, football. Well, we're talking World Cup. What do you got for us on the World Cup? Do you have a strong opinion on that, Fabian? You... No, I just think it, it's a wake up call, and we can either learn from it, moving forward, or we can just park it to the side, not be critical, and not address our issues. And one of them is sacking a coach who from all reports, it was a bit too harsh on people. Uh, maybe that's what you need. Um, well, maybe it is, but if, you, if you're going to make... If, if you think he's not the right guy, don't wait till four months before the World Cup to make a decision. Correct. But because I it's too destabilising. I just actually think Ante Milicic is quite good. He looked his, great. His press conferences, he knew that we were struggling. You he said that, we you said that last playing week. Yeah. how everyone was reporting to play. And I love how SBS cut back to the studio and the girls are all excited and Foz is all excited. Because... Mate, your coach has just come off a press conference saying, we're not going that good. But so long as you're alive, you've always got the opportunity to turn it around. Like as my, my old man always says, regarding footy at any level, you're two goals in a row away from top form. Now, I know that doesn't quite hold hold the same gravitas in a, a game of soccer, but... Two goals are good. Well, two guys is very good, <laughs> um, but but you can turn things around. You can build momentum. You know, and at, ultimately, at, at any point in a tournament like this, the margins are so fine. Yep. If you're playing bad, you get punished. You get knocked out. Yes, that's it. You're done for four years. Yep. yep. And and that's probably the best thing about a World Cup in soccer is there is so much on the line, and you've just got to execute. Like, and and you can have bad mm. luck here and there, but that's part of it. They don't give World Cups away. You, you said, Fab, that you thought Ante is doing it. Do you think Ante was coaching well? I don't or prof- was he managing well? I don't profess to be an expert on that team as such, mm-hmm. but you and I have noted at several occasions the way we were playing seemed counterproductive. Absolutely. And dangerous. It seemed like to blunt our weapons, leave us exposed defensively, yep. and you sit there going, so we saw that in the first game. How do you know A that better he, team than Italy would have scored five. Absolutely. On this, this easily. But how do you know he's looked at it and gone, I can't implement the changes I want to in the time given? I just physically, I don't have the girls enough to... I don't know if that's an excuse, to be honest. complete change. 
Yeah, I don't know if that's an excuse. But if you know that that's the gig that you got four months, I mean, you you've got to understand. It takes a got it takes a lot of balls. Well, you can use it in this in this context. It takes balls to go. You've gotten here as one of the favourites, and even though I'm recognising deficiencies, I'm going to change everything because if it doesn't work, and what he tries to change makes it even worse. Yep, he looks like an idiot when everyone's going to say you've taken what everyone thought was the best Matilda side ever from chocolates to boiled lollies, Fabian. Yeah. So, I don't know. You don't know? I don't think he had enough time. They yeah. didn't have a good World Cup? I think he cut him too much slack, to be honest. Uh, we're going to now change gears a little bit. Now, bear in mind what you say in this NBA section. There is some NBA quiz elements. So, be prepared to give away some answers, potentially, with regard to what you talk about. Question's pretty obvious. I want to start the NBA chat with a really brief digression uh, into something that emerged out of NBA headquarters this week, which, to be honest, is probably one of the dumbest things I've ever seen a major organisation yeah. say in public and do. They're no longer referring to owners as owners because of the slave-to-master connotation associated with slavery. Do you know what this it's does? It's fucking ridiculous. It, it, it lessens the... The real arguments around, you know, Fabian, historical perfect issues per- in, in the United States. Perfect segue. You know what this is? You know what this is? I remember watching many years ago when um, when the original Star Wars films were first released on DVD. They came with this awesome documentary. Yeah. No, this you'll love this. You'll start using it in everyday life. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. You will. It. They, they came with this fantastic documentary chronicling the making of the movies and how they came to be and all that stuff. And Mark Hamill tells a phenomenally just a brilliant little anecdote from the set of the first one where it's the film's running over budget, it's running over time, a little bit like this podcast, and <laughs> they don't know what they're making, they don't know if it's any going to be any good, they've seen no effect shots, no one knows what's happening, this film could be a disaster, the head of Fox Studios really put himself on the line to get it made, and these executives from Fox come over to London to visit the set, and rather than address the real issues, budget, you know, the crew mutinying, the effects, are they going to get done? Is the film going to be any good? Blah, 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 blah. They stood around saying, do you reckon, the, should the Wookiee be wearing pants? Jesus. Should, I mean, you know, because he he's just, he's naked, isn't he? Basically, he's naked. So it became this thing, should the Wookiee be wearing pants? Americans have never seen Humphrey B. Bear. But, and, the, and the, point of, the point I'm trying to make is... Pants this, are not required, Timbo. This is such a Wookiee... Should the Wookiee be wearing pants moment? moment. Yeah, where you're like, like, I get it. It could the, be a bit of a Wookiee era. It's, yeah, well, it's the low-hanging nonsense where you sit there going, <coughs> you can tell these two are fathers with the fucking <coughs> dad jokes. Um, <laughs> that's the best joke that's been on pod for two years. Wow. Are we going that badly? <laughs> uh, but I'm saying, should the Wookiee be wearing pants? We're going to stop calling team owners owners because some people may equate it with slavery. Well, I've got something to tell you. There's no more privileged person in the USA than the professional athlete. The Supermax contract of $44 million a year. Slave. Did you read, did you, Timbo, could you believe that they only offered Kevin Durant a $30 million contract for that final year? Is that... Brazen. I was stunned. (laughs) Ashley Cole style almost drove off the road into a fucking tree. I read that and thought... Thirty million. How's KD meant to make it? He drove meet? off the road into a tree. Tony Shaw ran into the tree. That's true. But <laughs> thirty million. What's the average? I understand there's a few spots, but oh, Jesus, slavery, mate! You are the furthest thing from a slave. How much would Draymond be on? He was the one that sort of spoke out against it. Apparently, ten, fifteen. 
15. At least. 20 maybe? Yeah, 15 mil for old Draymond. Old Draymond's doing all right. Um, do you want to go over the NBA draft briefly? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I think most of the action was at the very, very top. Um, the big name, of course, was Zion Williams. Will Williamson, he, sorry. Will he have... Surely he'll just have Zion on the back of his single. No, it's got Williamson, as it was at Duke, and he's number one. So he's got the number one jersey. With I, I reckon that changes. I reckon, that cha- I reckon he's going to be Zion. When you're rocking the name Zion... Because Williamson's I reckon a, you make it work for Williamson's yourself. Williamson's not a brand. Williamson's, no, you're right. Williamson's you're not... absolutely right. You know... Williamson's just like, oh, okay, whatever. Tom when Williamson. Think, when you know, think right. of Williamson, you think of back injuries. Yeah, that's true. But you um, go, Zion becomes its own thing. Yeah, I know, but he's already had the jersey unveiled as Williamson, uh, number one. I'm, I'm, For now. I'm willing to bet that at some point he rocks Zion. If he's done a shoe deal and all that sort of stuff, there's, you know, you're... Because no one it's will gonna, call you're him. You're going to be using the may, Z or may, the Zion somewhere no saying he'll be allowed. Mate, no one calls him Williamson. No one calls the game saying, great layup by Williamson. Say it's the same Zion. thing with how many times does LeBron get referred yeah, to as James. James. In commentary, they call him James. You reckon? Yeah. Dickheads. True. What but did yet- they call? Do they talk about Johnson when Johnson would do something, or do they just call him Magic? Magic. Did they call Brian, Brian or do they just call him Kobe? Kobe. They still had Johnson and Bryant on the back of their... It's come a long way it's since then. Mate. It's come a long way since then. He'll be. He, he no, will I be. don't think the NBA will allow it. That's that's. Why wouldn't they? Who cares? Because they're the but, NBA. But, but they but they do. They are about. Well, clearly, name, well, clearly brand, they're about making clearly they're about making money. stupid decisions such as outlawing the well, two. This is true. They could do anything. Uh, pick two, Memphis Grizzly was Jar Morant, um, who and obviously you know Zion was just a real X factor basketball player, but I think. As far as performance throughout the whole season, Jar's last twelve months has been phenomenal. Phenomenal, yeah. He's been like he's a really exciting player, and you at no point would you ever have considered him, you know, taking him at wasn't pick on one. the radar twelve months ago. That's right. And so, I mean, is it? I mean, the ceiling is could he could be anything? Yeah. Could be absolutely anything. Um, RJ Barrett preseason was, I mean, again, projected outside of Zion, one. was projected at one. Yeah. So for the New York Knicks, who need everything they can. You know, can get moving forward. They need everything, and then they need more than that. Correct. Uh, a fantastic pickup for them. Yep. Uh, I mean, obviously, they were desperate to get pick one to take Zion to end up at three and still get RJ Barrett for them is just a godsend. Mm, absolutely. Um, and then probably the fourth of the big four was DeAndre Hunter, and again, we've talked about me being a, a Lakers fan, um, having traded pick four out. You're sort of going, he would have been good coming in, but would have been good coming in with Did, a core four, of young players. Was four part of the deal? Yes. So we got for we we're originally going to be picking at about seven. The trade hasn't gone through, so they're kind of they were wheeling and dealing on behalf. That's bizarre. Why don't they just bring that process forward? It just seems silly. The team's picking for other. T- it's it's because stupid. when they sign the deals, well, they need to bring that forward. Yeah, but there's money involved, especially with the Why? Lakers want yeah, to drag it out no, as but much. Just in the CBA, I imagine the next CBA, whenever that is, just bring everything forward. Fix up all those Because it's ridiculous. It's frankly ridiculous. You're sitting there going, the LA Lakers are picking for a guy that will never play for them because they don't have that pick. Mm. It's on, stupid. On, on the advice of the other team it's, who were going to use that player in that pick. But um, I was hoping to get uh, Jarrett Colvert at, uh, at pick seven. Unfortunately, he went at six. Yep. The pick before the Bulls, number seven. We've landed Kobe White. So... Um, Interesting. Looks like a frog in a blender when he plays, but... <laughs> what does that mean? He's just got arms and legs everywhere. Don't mm. you remember Paul Adams, the uh, the South African leg spinner? No. 
You don't remember him? No. They used to call him the frog in a blender. When he actually delivered when he actually delivered the ball, his head was completely on the side. Just like Sorry. yours to the microphone. Yeah, correct. Um, compl- his whole body was on the side and he'd, bowl- he'd be bowling the ball at the back of his hand. But as he said, I'd never see myself bowl. It's it, a very it, individual it thing. It, yeah, you're, it turned. Everything worked well, but it was really, really your bowling. Your bowling action, I think, more than any other individual action in sport, is such a unique... Golf swings to a degree, absolutely. Yep. But there's something... Everyone's got a different bowling action. Well, after... After the episode, you need to sit there and Google um, Paul Adams' bowling action and you will understand what I mean. We'll just get Fabian to queue it up after the 15 Michael Vick videos he's been watching <laughs> on YouTube. All right. Let's go. We good? We happy? Are oh, we done with straight the NBA into an draft? NBA quiz? You're done with the NBA draft? Tour. Well, no, trade it. Mate, it's... What are we going to do? Preview kids who may not be nothing who went at 26. It was... Oh, we did that with the AFL. Whatever. We'll move on to the quiz. Yes, let's we're, go. We're flicking through it tonight. Tim's got a babysitter on the clock. Yeah, she's exactly got right. two and a half minutes left on the shift. I think you're heading into overtime, Timbo. <laughs> Tim's going to go. Oh, well, I've already told her we are. So, question number one for Fabian. Okay, I'm, in, I'm up. How many of men... I don't know what the theme is for this. The, the, the quickfire theme is well, they'll reveal itself as we okay. go through it. How many of Manchester United's top five appearance makers can you name? And you'll get one point for each of them. Can you give me a whiteboard marker so I can keep score, please? Jesus. Um, well, I'm going to go with Ryan Giggs. Get that whiteboard marker for me, baby. There's a mad scramble. Yeah, okay, you got yeah. Ryan Giggs. Ryan Giggs? Yep, well, he's, num- he's number one, of course. Paul with, Scholes. Uh, Ryan Giggs made 963 appearances. Paul Scholes is number three, made 713 appearances. I'm going to go with Gary Neville. Gary Neville is fifth. 602 appearances. Now I stress. Sir Bobby Charlton. Well, obviously second, 758. Wayne Rooney. Incorrect. Wayne Rooney made 500 and... 70, I think, or something, 559, 560-odd. Bill Fuchs. Fuchsie. Fuchsie with 688. Funnily, fun fact, Bobby Child made 758 appearances for Manchester United, 756 of them as a starter. That's not bad. Giggs is obviously right. He had 963, and I think he had 170-odd off the bench. Off so the as, bench. as a percentage, massive. Timbo. Yes. For one point each, how many of Carlton's top five appearance makers can you name? Nichols, layup. Yep. Simpson. Yep. Stephen Silvani. Yep. Bruce Dool. Yep. Craig Bradley. That is correct. Layup. All five of them. All five of them done down there. Bradley three seven five. Dool three five six. Nichols three three one. Simpson three fourteen and counting. And Stephen Silvani three twelve. Question number two, Fabian. Speaking of layups, this is why I was saying stop talking about the NBA. For one point each, can you name the top five picks? In the NBA draft. No, I can't. We were literally just talking about it five minutes ago. Zion Tim. Williamson? Zion Williamson is one. Ja Morant? Ja Morant is two. RJ Barrett? RJ Barrett is uh, three. And even though we just spoke about pick four, I don't remember. Jarrett Colvert went at six. Kobe White went at seven. No, I can't name the next You don't have four and five? 
Not going to no, hazard no, a guess, no? no? Give up? No, moving on. No steel Timbo. Did you have him? Uh, DeAndre Hunter, yep. Darius Garland. That is Garland correct. Is one. Yeah. Your second uh, question, Timbo, for one point each. How many of the Cricket World Cup's leading run scorers can you name as of last night? Aaron Finch. Aaron Finch is number one. Kane Williamson. He's number five. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, I'll say... Sorry, Finch is number two. Is he really? Um, I'd love to know what the name of the Pakistani bloke that scored his century last night is, but it's like Azir or something like that is his surname, I think. But you probably won't give it to me because I'm We're sure not I'm not getting this bang on. I think roughly. No, I just it's, no. I, I was listening to Doctor Turf talk on the way home. I knew he scored a century. I didn't really know his name. He was talking him up. I think his surname is like Azir, but I'm not confident on it. Yeah, you're not close. So uh, let's <laughs> let's have a crack. You got at two and five. Virat Kohli. Incorrect. Yeah, I thought that might be the case because one of the other openers scored a century earlier on. We don't as need well. the commentary team. We want. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to. I'm just I'm trying to, trying had, to remember. Has he had five cracks yet? Has he had four cracks? <laughs> He's had a lot of cracks. This is your last one, mate. I like how Fabian's running the rule in Sean's quiz. Yeah, exactly right. Well, I've been shafted in Sean's quiz for four weeks. Yeah, you're on three on the spin for Timbo. Yeah, I've been um, shafted. This is the fourth week. Can I have to buzz you out, Timbo? Come on, Timbo. No, no. You buzzed out. You're yeah, done. buzzed out. So David Warner. Yeah, okay. Number one. Aaron Finch, number two. Shakib Al-Hassan, number three. That's not him. No. Joe Root, number four. That's what I was going to say, that. Kane Williamson, number five. Your third question, Fabian. Okay. Where are we? Name the last three Ferrari drivers to win the mm-hmm. World Drivers' Championship. Kimi Raikkonen. One. Michael Schumacher. Two. Jody Schechter. Jody Schechter. I'm stunned you know that. I love it. How good. So, uh, obviously, Kimi, the last Ferrari uh, man to win 2007. Michael won five on the spin, 2000 or 2004. Do you know what year Jody Schechter won his? 1984. 1979. <laughs> Jody, <laughs> it was such confidence. I love it. <laughs> if you're going to answer something, answer it confidently. Correct. Timbo, your next Is question. Is he South African? Yeah, uh, at least like Dutch, I think. Hmm. Um, you know, the, uh, what are they called? Satyrs? Afrikaans? Yeah. Afrikaans. Uh, <laughs> diplomatic community. <laughs> your th- third question, Timbo. There are three Australian racehorses currently ranked inside the top five of Longines' world's best racehorse for one point each. Can you name them? Winx. Winx is tied for first. Layup. I'm going to say Santa Anna Lane. Santa Anna Lane is tied for fourth. Is there a girl there? Shalala? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to take a punt Please. and I'm going to say Hartnell. Incorrect. Fuck. Happy Clapper. The Clapper. Happy Clapper tied for fifth. Had the same owner. Got the clap. Who owns Happy Clapper and Hartnell? Uh, Akmal Toom or his Godolphin. Names? Godolphin. Well done, boys. Um, <laughs> Still won't give that to me. Stooged on that again. Uh, your fourth question, Fabian. Yep. How many men's Australian golfers oh, have reached world number one? I have no freaking idea. You don't have to give me them. You just have to tell me how many. Just okay, go number. So you can obviously think about who... Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the old Fijian, mate? Vijay Singh. No, no, no. Like Day. Well, he, he looks like a bit... The Fijian, man. Day, <laughs> Scott, the shark. 
couple of knobs would have been in the 90s. I'm going to go with six. Now, your final answer. Yes. Incorrect. Australia have had three world number ones. Wow. They are Greg Norman, Adam Scott, and your Fijian mate, Jason, Jason Day. Day. <laughs> so I named them all. You named them and all. And I threw in some extras. You yep. threw in some extras. And the, the wording of the question sort of brought you undone then. Had it been name them, you would have been all good. Yep. All Timbo, I can give you is three. <laughs> Ash Barty became world number one in the women's tennis this week, joining Yvonne Goolagon Corley. How many Australian men have been world number one in the tennis? Jesus. Jesus. He wasn't one. No. No. Well, all right. Look, I think just, just, just because I don't know, I'm going to have a crack Very at... Very good on the grass. Nine. Nine at your final answer? Nine. Thought he would have been Nine right. is incorrect. Australia clay. have had three... Three. World number ones. Since when? John New- uh, Well, since that ranking started. Oh, well, you didn't say that. That's the ATP. They didn't have a world number one before then. Well, that's the thing. I'm sitting there going, well, Rod, Lee- Rod, La- Rod Laver's got it. Rod Lee- Lou, Ho- Lou Hode's going to have it. Neil Fraser's well, going to have it. they didn't have the ATP Fraze. world number one. It was John Newcomb, Pat Rather and Leighton. Little Leighton. Reckon I've been hosed. Oh, well, I reckon you just needed to fucking listen <laughs> I to the answered question. three of the... Rod Laver won two Grand Slams and one he doesn't an, even qualify. One as an amateur. There were no rankings. Um, reckon he was number one. Just Fabian, saying. In the Women's World Cup, how oh. many of the final eight teams competing in the quarterfinals are European? France, England. Just need to give me the number? You just get France, one. France, England. I'm counting. Sean? France, England, Norway, Germany, the USA. Check his screen, Timbo. Just make sure he's not looking at the fucking tournament tree. Five I'm going to go with. Final answer? Yes. Incorrect. Seven. Wowzers. Everyone everyone but the USA. (laughs) Yeah, no, Germany, Sweden, Italy, Netherlands, Norway, England, and France. So a big tournament. That's something that maybe has caught people by surprise that Europe's really come to the party. Europeans know how to play football. They do. Women's football growing over there. Timbo, yeah, Sam sure. Kerr finished the Women's World Cup with how many goals? Four. Final answer. What's your final answer? You've said it. Four. Yeah. Incorrect. Can I steal? No. Do you know the answer, though? Five. Five is the correct answer. Did she score one in the first one? Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. In the Italy the game. Rebound yes. from the, the rebound from the safe penalty. So gotcha. what yeah. about this? What about this for a ring-a-ding-ding battle? After this, the one-on-ones, nine apiece heading into the, the fast money. Probably as many number ones as Australian men's tennis is good. <laughs> um, yeah, you, yeah, well, maybe. You know, Come on. I think the fast money is supposed to be fast. Okay. Here it is. MVP themed. So you'll get the gist of it pretty quickly. Maybe okay. you got a buzz in. What buzz? You've just gone with your names. Anything. You ready, Timbo? Yep. Question number one. The Maurice or Morris Poldoloff Trophy is awarded to the MVP in this competition. Tim. Timbo. The NHL. Incorrect. For the steel, Fabian? The Laureus Poldoloff Trophy. The, the Maurice or Morris Poldoloff, P-O-D-O-L-O-F, Poldoloff Trophy is awarded to the MVP of this competition. Uh, a rugby union. Incorrect. The NFL. Really? Yeah. Maurice Poldoloff. I think generally I just call it the MVP, but that's the name of the trophy. Second question. The Hart Memorial Trophy is awarded to the player adjudged MVP in this competition. Hart. H-A-R-T. Tim. Timbo. 
the NHL. Correct. Yes! <laughs> you, that was, was actually answer a smart-ass answer, but I thought there's some chance. You were going to answer NHL until you got it wrong. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> I like that. I think the top scorer or top point getter gets the Con Smythe trophy. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Eh? But I think like other things in the NHL, it's really big. It's like the yep. biggest trophy you've ever they seen They do in like life. big trophies. The Kennesaw Mountain Landis Trophy is awarded to any player adjudged MVP in this competition. Can you repeat the name? Kennesaw Mountain Landis. K-E-N-E-S-A-W. Kennesaw Mountain Landis. Very famous figure in this sport. Has this trophy named after him, which is given to the MVPs in this competition. Tim. Tim. Curling. The curling. Incorrect. Fabian for the steal. The WNBA. Incorrect. The Major League Baseball. Wow. So he was the competition's first ever commissioner and held the position until his death. This is just... Dog shit quiz. Let's keep oh, yeah. going. Well, it's only because you're not getting any of them right. Keep on your toes. Keep on your toes. You've only got one, team. <laughs> if I am awarded the Bill Russell trophy, Fabian, Fabian? the NBA MV, Finals MVP. He's just saved it. He's just saved it. There. Oh, fuck off, mate. You did just save it. If you had to said NBA MVP, you were cooked. So you got that right. NBA uh, Finals, Finals MVP. Well, they changed the trophy, too. Did they? When they awarded it the Bill Russell. Oh, okay. Thing, they changed the trophy. It's... Been gone since about 2006. Well, what about reading poor old Robert Reynolds? Look, Michael Jordan's Ooh. never won the Bill Russell trophy. But, it, but he's won the then. award. He's won the award yeah. six times. Six from six. There you go. Whatever. Um, never the, lost. The player judged the MVP of college football. Fabian. Fabian. Uh, the Heisman Trophy. He does win the Joe Heisman Trophy. Bit of a throwback to the old days of the show there, Joe when, Heisman. Do you remember when I gave the, uh, the Heisman Trophy story? I did. It was ridiculous. R- riveting. Mm-hmm. Riveting. Next question on the... Uh, t- uh, Fabian's actually taken the lead here, 11 to 10. Next question. The AFL PA... Tim, Tim. Lee Matthews. Is awarded the MVP. Uh, AFL PA MVP is the Lee Matthews Trophy. Correct. Whatever the next question is. Six, I think. Uh, seven. If you take home the NBL MVP... Fabian. Fabian. I'm just going to go to the Lindsay Gaze. Incorrect. Tim for the steal. The Larry Sengstock. <laughs> Timbo for the steal. Come on, Timbo. You can take the lead with this one. The Dean Utah. <laughs> the Don, what is it? Daryl McDonald. <laughs> the Phil it's, Smith. It, it's the Andrew Gaze. It is the Andrew Gaze trophy. Oh, God, he is I'm one of the most. Can you please uh, take that point oh, and sorry. put it on the other side, please? No, I would have picked that up. I picked that up. <laughs> 12 to 11. I accidentally... So he's in front now. He is in front. He's taken the lead. The IPL leading run scorer and leading wicket taker each season. We don't even know what the question is. Whatever. Runs. I don't know. This is a strange uh, buzz in. What's his name? Oh, mate. I'll uh, give you the hot tip. Sachin Tendulkar? I'll give you the hot tip. It's not named after anyone. Okay. How about we just listen to the rest of the question? Tim, you'll get an unimpeded run at this one. The IPL leading run scorer and leading wicket taker each season are awarded this type of clothing. They'd be ornamental Indian saris. Incorrect. Fabian, would you like to steal back now that you've heard the question? They get awarded this a car, a Honda. No, it's a type of clothing. clothing oh. <laughs> He's wearing a car. <laughs> <laughs> we shall call him Optimus Prime. <laughs> 
No, 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 not only did he not like wait for the question to be read, he then completely misheard it when it was. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? Whatever a male sari is. Do you know, well, Tim just said that exact same thing. Do you don't want to have a crack at it? No, You're buzzed out. So basically, they win a hat. Oh, so I was going to say, it's got to be a hat there. So a coloured cap. So the uh, leading run scorer gets an orange cap and uh, the leading wicket taker gets a purple cap. And so the next season, do they wear said orange and purple caps I'm not sure, the but, field? It's, but it's clearly a Tour de France, a, yeah, you know, yeah. US Masters Sh- style. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's interesting. All right, this Major League Baseball... Sorry, Major League Baseballer holds the records for most wins, most innings pitched, most starts, most completed games. The best pitcher in each of the National and American Leagues... Tim. Tim. Cy Young. Wins the Cy Young Award. The best pitcher. I've got some bad news for you, Fab. I don't like the buzz-in thing, because the buzz-in thing fucked me. But anyway. Jeez, you got you went pretty close on the Bill Russell one. That's I true. thought I was pretty hot on that one. I've got some bad news. Good news for me, bad news for Fab. Timbo has won the quiz... Won the quiz with a question to go. Four in a row. Jeez, something the Lions couldn't do. Something we haven't seen since the Magpies. I'm not participating in yet. 1930. <laughs> Just for one last one here to, for Fab to bridge it to a heartbreaking... Taking his orange hat and going home. <laughs> Let's see if Fab can bridge it to a heartbreaking one point. He's a car-shaped sari. <laughs> Ready for the last question. Awarded yeah. annually by Marca Newspaper since 1953, the leading scorer in Spain's La Liga wins this. The leading goal scorer in La Liga. Is it the name of the trophy or is it what they get? It's the name of the trophy. Fabian's buzzing in. The Golden Boot. It's named after someone. There's no one named Golden Boot. (laughs) Have another crack, Fab. It's named after someone. Raul. The Raul Gonzalez trophy. Incorrect. Do you want to steal this one, Timbo? I reckon it'd be pretty difficult for the Spanish League to give a Portuguese bloke the the trophy, but I'll say it's the Eusebio trophy. I'm not even sure Eusebio played in Spain. So that's incorrect. Oh, there you go. Uh, he played for Real Madrid. Eusebio? Didn't he play for Benfica? Oh, did you say his full name? I said Eusebio. Oh, sorry. De Stefano. Oh, I thought he was... Sorry, I got confused. No, incorrect. It's the... Pich- Stefano. It's the Pichichi. The what? Named after an athletic Bilbao striker, Rafael Pichichi. Pichichi. There you go. Oh, Chich. There that's you going go. to be the worst quiz. I wouldn't even. I, I love that. Quiz. I wouldn't even bite size that quiz up. It's that dog shit. Timbo takes the quiz for the fourth time in a row by a score of thirteen to eleven. Actually, he should bite size the quiz and remove it from the pod <laughs> entirely. I enjoy listening. To the last four foot. Well, the last <laughs> three weeks, listening. I've enjoyed well, li- listening to the quiz back. You, it, you, know. <laughs> you can play it back at nausea. Oh, look! I thought that was a pretty good quiz in the end. I thought I liked I, it. I thought. We... Hey, can I give you one uh, one more piece of trivia? Please. I just read one of the old Swamp Thing ones. Um, Fabian, you'll appreciate this. Will I? Uh, well, if he knows we'll it. wait and see. No, no, no. Well, well no, I'll, I'll tell you. In in the history, or no, sorry, since 2011, the goal of the round winner, so like you obviously have your three best goals of the round that are nominated. Whoever wins it is the goal of the round winner. There has been... Five blokes that have won it four times oh. since 2011. Uh, no, no, I'm not asking you who they are. Eddie, Eddie Betts. Betts. No, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is the answer to this question? Well, it's there's two answers to this question. But um, Mark Marinda. <laughs> Stop it. Um, I've got to find it. What, tri- what tribe is he from? Isn't Marinda a drink? Isn't Miranda? It's Miranda. It was Mark Marinda. Mark Marinda. Mark Marinda's Calabresa, mate. You know that? You know, got asked... Yeah, a lot of people thought he was indigenous. indigenous very stuff, dark, you know, very tan. Where, where are you from? Because, well, my parents are Italian. 
Positano. Fuck, where are we? It's a wonderful story, Tim. Oh, I know. Great. Okay, here we go. Hey, hey, so wind it up because we've got, yeah. the, uh, we've got the, babysitter the babysitter on the clock. He's on so his own clock. Five players have won it four times, including Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody, Nate Fife, Hayden Ballantyne, Chris Yaron and Mark Murphy. Chris Yaron? Yeah. Our Chris Yaron? Yeah. Mark Murphy's would all be check side goals. Yeah, they would be. Mark um, Murphy's won goal of the week four times. Four five, times. Four times. Jesus. Um, Jake Stringer got it five times. Yep. There is one guy who's got it. 12 times. Eddie Betts. And there is a bloke that's got it 14 times. Who are the two players? Eddie Betts. Stephen Milne? With 14, correct. Stephen Milne, no. Uh, Phil Matera? Incorrect. Lance Franklin? Lance Franklin has got it 12 times. Do I win the quiz? Do I win Tim's quiz? You Tim's- win, you win. You've got now got 12 points <laughs> and you still lose. <laughs> oh, Fabian. What are you going to do to get back on the horse in the quiz, Fabian? I'm just not going to Godolphin. <laughs> What is his name? Karim Al Maktoum. Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum. What a fucking man. Was um, he, is he a sheikh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. Uh, no. He's an emir. Think of someone different. He's an emir. A what? He's one of the emirates. Yeah, one of like yeah. the like royal family. They're like kings. He's an emir. He's like an, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He's one of the nine ring holders. Um, I thought there was only one ring. I've never seen him. No, there's one ring to rule them all, but the men started with nine. And then the elves had a couple, and the dwarves had a couple. That's all laid out there in the prologue. Thanks for joining us again for this week. We've gotten Tim on the road a little bit later than he would have anticipated, but with a win under his belt. So that'll... How much extra does it cost you? 20 Oh, bucks? I'm not worried about that. I've got to give my kids medication before they fall, fall asleep. That's my biggest issue. That's probably more important. Um, for me, Sean Peterbudge, thank you. For Fabian Guadagnolo. Good stuff to everyone. Not Buenos Aires. Rough. Not no, no, no. You don't deserve a Riva Dirty Regazzi. Deserve another Vedetta. What are you talking about? No, because you you intentionally. Let's hear the grievance. What is your grievance with the quiz? You tilt everything. Name Carlton's top five game, and I've got to name Man United's top five. Hey, hey, hey. he said name the five NBA players after we talked about them thirty seconds earlier, and you still got them wrong. And you've only got three. I didn't even got three. Got two. You got three. You got three. Three. Jesus. What else you go through? I get we we never mentioned Darius Garland, so I understand that you wouldn't have gotten him. But we said DeAndre Hunter. You blew. You massively blew. And you talked the, about how the Lakers you drafted give me him all because the hard you massively. And you give Tim, like, look at the, the layups you give him. You massively blew the golf one. I would have got, got down on your knees. Golf, for I know that nothing one. about golf. You give him a horse racing question. Oh, I only got two out of the three. The bloke's a degenerate gambler. He got two and you out give of the, him a horse He only got two out of the three and didn't get the point. It's bullshit. The whole so I didn't get any points. No, you didn't get the point for did that. Did I get one. two points? Surely. Oh no, no, sorry, I you got did two get two points. Sorry, you did get uh, you did get two points for that yeah. one. Yeah. Well, you got the Ferrari one. I gave you that one. Yeah, that was a layup. My God, make it hard for him. Jody Schechter. There were two. Jody. Everybody Schechter. knows the pride of Zimbabwe. <laughs> Jody Schechter was a good get, but the yeah. other two are fucking layups. Michael Schumacher, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. You really? get a point for that. There you go. Stop you get whinging. Get a point for Ryan Giggs. Stop whinging and lift your game. Is my my played my for a thousand years. Hold on, you, it's like putting Vince who Carter. Guy, in. Who was the guy who was who played the fourth most games Bill for Fox. Men Who Bill Fawkes? Fawkes. All right, <laughs> he, only, he, he only played six hundred and fifty games. Oh yeah, don't recall watching any of him. So he played six hundred eighty eight. I like times. the cut of Fawkes' jib. Well, Fawkes didn't cost you because you're only getting one point for Fawkes. You lost by two. Yeah, but I would have been. He lost, by, he lost by one because he got Lance Franklin. That was an unofficial addendum to Sean's quiz. <laughs> an unofficial Tim's quiz point. was better. 
Tim's quiz was better because yeah. it was shit like the NFL all the time. I completely got railroaded. He'd write like, at any NBA question, he'd, he'd answer Vince Carter because he Carter. played for 35 years. And who, and who was the other guy I always answered? Um, was it something in the NFL I always answered? I can't remember what it was. But the point is... I'm sure he, it was funny. And he kept, on, he kept on asking questions about the Louisiana Superdome, whatever it's called. Yeah. It just Jesus. kept popping up. Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz. You're going to say Arrivederci Ragazzi? Well, I'm not going to say it like that. Say it. Arrivederci Ragazzi. Excellent. And Timbo? Always a pleasure. Congratulations on the fourth quiz win. Fantastic effort. Beautiful. I'm not See gonna get done it, but. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me when you hold me in your arms so tight you let me know everything's alright the good love when we're all alone keep it up girl yeah you turn me on